Welcome to Dating in the City. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Pineda. And we're so excited to be with you guys today. Christina, yes. how are you doing? Doing great. How are you, Alessandra? I'm good. I have an up-close and personal view of your flawless skin. <gasps> And you guys, I know I always say this, but it's just so, it's so crazy for me because I am one of those people that I'm experiencing a lot of mask me and be, just because oh, I have yes. to, yeah, like wearing a mask. Right, right. Um, you do. Yeah, mask yeah. acne. Huh. And Your skin is so sensitive to that stuff. Um, honestly, my skin is so sensitive. Literally, if I touch it, I will get a blemish. Like, my yeah. skin is as sensitive as my soul is. <laughs> but anyway, um, how are you? We're at the office today, you guys. And it's the most beautiful sunset right it now. Is. It's been a gorgeous day here. Yeah, we're overlooking um, the Santa Monica uh, mountains and the ocean. We have the beautiful ocean view and... Um, and yeah, it's just so nice to so nice to be at the office, and we have such a fun show for you guys today. Um, so let's jump right into it. Stars, they're just like us. In this segment, we discuss the top relationship-related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life. All right, you guys. So breakup season is upon us and I was just on Access Hollywood mm. yesterday mm. talking about all of the breakups and makeups of 2021. I thought it was cuffing season. Well, that's our next story. Um, so, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, but it is also breakup season. So, right before the holidays, um, a lot of people tend to break up. Like, okay. right before the throes of Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. And if people are going to break up, it's like, you need, you need to do it in early November. That's really, right, like, before, when. Because otherwise you have to bring that person you might have to have that awkward conversation that you don't want to bring that person to meet your family. Yeah. <laughs> so the different celebrities that have broken up, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. They were dating. <laughs> yeah, they I were wasn't dating for sure, like two years. Because they did, yeah. did they do a song together? Yeah, Senorita. I love it when you call Oh, me, yeah, that's such a good song. That's such a good song. I, I mean, if he, I were him and I watched that movie with her and that actor with the Cinderella movie, oh, just so hard with actors because they had such good chemistry. Camila Cabello and that British actor. Uh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, I thought that they had decent chemistry, but I, I think it's pretty clear when it's... I don't know. I think I, know. I think I've, when you I have chemistry with yeah, that's such a hard thing. But I guess they're both singers, so Yeah, and apparently allegedly Sean was the one who brought up the breakup talk. Really? Yeah, yeah. So mm. I mean, you know, they're they've been together for a while and sometimes it just doesn't work out, but they had statements that basically it was like we both love each other, our love hasn't ended, we're just changing the um like changing it from a romantic love to a friendship love. I see. So they just Which weren't. is so nice. Like in concept, that's such a nice concept, mm. but I can attest that that doesn't work. Yeah. Sorry guys. Um okay, also Kaya Gerber and Jacob Alordi. Jacob Alordi. Do you know who they are, Christina? No. Kaya Gerber is um uh daughter Cindy Crawford's of, daughter. 
daughter of Gerber? No, not Gerber. <laughs> baby Gerber. I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe. Actually, maybe. Actually, maybe. Some kind of party where yeah. she was invited because Gerber's a million, multi-million dollar company at least. Gerber? Yeah. Wait, there must, is baby there? Baby food. I, no, 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 I know. Wait, let me Google. Is Kaya Gerber, <laughs> Kaya Gerber, um, is Kaya Gerber the heir to the Gerber the Gerber thing. Okay, let's see. Let's see what Google has to say. Kaya Gerber, Cindy Crawford, and businessman Randy Gerber. Is Kaya Gerber... Okay. Uh, who is Kaya... Uh, uh, I don't know. Da- her dad was a model, too. Oh. Um, I guess not. Then. Is now designing clothes. It doesn't say anything about... Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Kaya Gerber dad. Hold on. Let's see, you guys. Randy Gerber, businessman. Yeah, he's like a businessman. Um, and Cindy Crawford and him are not still married, right? Oh, gosh. Are they not married? I don't know. Oh, my gosh, Christine, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> um, but anyway, okay, fourth member of the Gerber family, Mrs. Gerber, celebrity models. Ugh, y'all. This is hard. This is their family. Okay. Yeah, they're they're a beautiful family. She looks very young. Um, yeah, she is. She's okay. Wait, now we're the okay. Okay, Casamingos. Uh, you guys, I'm sorry. Unclear. Unclear. 80s model to mogul. Okay, so Mr. Gerber was born in Queens, grew up in Long Island. He was a model. Okay. Okay, 80s brands he modeled, and then Mr. Gerber, blah blah blah. Um, okay, so he basically was a model. Wow. This is so strange. Why don't you just do it yourself? The Whiskey opened in 1991. Oh, so then he started opening restaurants. So this is not, like, the Gerber throne. No, it is not. Yeah, he does have a group called Gerber Group. Mm -hmm. But this is not, like, of the Gerber family. Okay, so we've we've learned we've learned. But Casamingos, I think he's a okay. yeah. He started he's in Casamingos with George, with George Clooney. Clooney. Okay, and that's a, like a liqueur a liquor brand mm-hmm. or a tequila brand. Does it say that they're divorced in there? Oh my gosh. Ah. Uh, okay, hold on. Let's see. Ca- uh, Cindy Crawford husband maybe divorce. Um, sorry, guys. We're usually a bit more tied up than this. Rumor debunked. Oh, no. It's not. There's no sign that they're getting divorced. Beautiful. They're still together. Okay, good to We know. can happily report. But anyway. Yes, so actually, fun fact about Jacob Elordi. He used to live in my building. He used to live. Really? Like, yeah, we were neighbors. And I used to see him on the elevator all the time. And I didn't know. Obviously, he was so sweet. He would always smile, always say hi. Um, but I, and I, he looked so familiar, but I thought he was just familiar because he lived in my building. But then I saw him in, um, The Kissing Booth, which was a movie that really skyrocketed him to fame. I see. Okay. So he's an actor. Yeah. He's Mm -hmm. an actor. He's an actor. Yeah. 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 But anyway, and so, um, Taysha and Zach, this is the couple from, um, The Bachelor. Taysha was The Bachelorette. Oh. And she picked Zach, and now okay. and they broke up as well. Okay. So anyway, in real life, when is the best time to break up? Hmm. Christina? 
Jesus take the wheel. Well, it's funny because I'm thinking, so Alessandra was on Access Hollywood, filming for Access Hollywood yesterday, and I'm just laughing because they had said to her, give us more sound bites or just be faster. Be faster. And this whole thing. This whole thing, you guys, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But that's what the podcast is for. Yeah, that's what it's for. Because we ain't in a rush. We're in no rush. (laughs) We got you all day long, honey. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay, the best time to break up when you are clear that this is not the right person for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a calendar month where... I, I, I do think, I guess, before bringing that person to see your family is probably a good time if you're... But you don't have to. If you're still unsure about that person, you don't... You can just say you're going to see your family, and that's that. Yeah, I mean, I would say um, the best time to break up is when you see if something is a fluke or is a flaw. Mm -hmm. So if something is a flaw, a.k.a. if there is a pattern that is clearly emerging. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you've addressed something, if something was an issue, you addressed it in a very objective way, you labeled it, you talked it through, changes were made or were supposed to be made, but then if that thing happens again, mm-hmm. AKA if you see a pattern right. of behavior that is not that is not in line with the way that you wanna live your life or that is hurting you um, emotionally, hurting you physically, whatever. Hurting that person Hurting that person. Mm-hmm. But if there is, I think that I I wish that I would have kind of known that advice that if something it recurs mm. and you've already discussed something as being an issue but then if that issue comes up again in a big way and changes were not made then that is a good time to call things to call things yes. um because you can give somebody you know you want to give somebody an opportunity and you want to give them a blueprint and a roadmap to success in a relationship. But if a pattern happens then again, um, and then uh, then if you wanna give them one more shot, that's fine, you do you. But third time, out. Are you a three strikes, you're out? I'm a, I'm honestly at this point, I'm a two, I'm a, I'm a one, you give them guidance on how you want, right. thing, on, on, you give them guidance. But if something happen, reoccurs right. again and it's something that you've already spelled out in a very objective way and they have, you know, been on board with it, I just think that I think save yourself a whole lot of heartache and call it. I agree. I, I also think it depends on what the nature of the issue. Yes. So if it's something like the, the guy or the, the guy – may have said something in a certain way that bothered you and you have to repeat that again, It that's a little bit different than there's a major problem. So maybe the person is smoking pot and you told him that, that you didn't wouldn't be around someone who smoked pot and then he does it again. That's a major issue. Whereas if you have to really look at what the issue is mm-hmm. because it could be, okay, you criticize the guy for picking his nose mm-hmm. and he does it again. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's, yeah. That's not 
grounds for a breakup. That's an annoying habit. Yeah. But it's not grounds for a breakup. Yeah. Whereas the smoking pot thing is yeah. grounds for a breakup. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but also I, I think it is just, yeah, I mean, that's so minimal. Exactly. Like, if that's something... But I'm, yeah, I'm more talking about, like, a real, a real, real issue. issue. Right. And it could be with, you know, they but have. some people, sorry, keep going. Yeah, but some people. Some people yeah. think that what I said is a deal breaker. And we yeah. have people coming to us sometimes. Yeah. Who we've right. heard have broken up with someone because they voted for someone who they didn't agree with. Or mm-hmm. all these things that really aren't deal breakers. Yeah, but I will say, Christina, I mean, political, aligning politically is while, if if a person is going to break up with somebody because they're not on the same political um, spectrum, then that's okay. Right. But I'm not it, saying it, but you know what I mean? I like, think I think that's that's personally, personally, person. I think that that is very foolish to do. Right, right. But I also know that there are certain people who do not want to be challenged in any way that's true when it comes to political anything right they don't want to be challenged it's their way or the highway mm-hmm. so let this person free so i don't necessarily think that that's bad i think that right right you know i'm I, just yeah more something that isn't really hurting the person yes yes just yes. voting for someone is not you're addicted to something. Yeah, yeah. It's not an addiction. Right. It's not a... Maybe it's a guy that has, like, a female friendship and they, like, are going to dinner or something right. like that. Exactly. And then you see, right. oh, he went to dinner again with her. Right. Right. And then... So that's right. more what I'm talking yes. about. I'm more yes. talking about addiction. I'm more talking about, you know, boundaries with other women. Mm-hmm. I'm more talking about... Um, even treatment of you, like if he, right. you know, has a meltdown and is, you know, really negative right. towards you or picks or says something really nasty to you. Yes. Um, or, yes. you know, yes. has a, just freaks out at, like, has a, you know, freaks out at the waiter or freaks out at a situation and you, you know, you kind of discuss that and you're like, hey, this is, you know, this made me uncomfortable. Here's why. Mm. What are ways that you can fix that to make me feel more comfortable and also for your own sanity? Um, but then if that happens again, then that's that's who that's who this person is. Yes, it is. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's that's my that's my thought process. It doesn't you know, listen, I remember when I was in high school and I broke up with a guy literally during Christmas break. That was devastating for the guy, remember? Remember I broke up with him like Literally, oh, and then that article came out. No, 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 no. Oh my god, Christina. Oh my god. Oh my god. No, you guys. I've had such a dramatic dating history. Like, oh my god, so dramatic. No, that I didn't break up with him then. No, I. Maybe people will this start was, sleuthing. Oh no. Oh my god, you guys, please. No, I remember I was dating this sweet guy, and then I broke. I just was not right, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. So I broke up with him during Christmas break. Didn't you matchmake him then? I did I. I think so. Did I? At my birthday party the next year. Oh, my word. I am out of control. <laughs> Put a muzzle they on this woman. They lasted for a long time. Yeah, they did. They did. No, I did. No, no, no. I'm talking about somebody okay. else. Oh, my goodness. No, I did. I had, like, a habit of matchmaking my, my young ex-boyfriends mm-hmm. when I was in high school. But anyway, I think that it doesn't really matter, honestly. Try not to do it, though, I will say, on, like, Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or... 
or just try not to do it on a holiday. But if it's just try also, if someone's that toxic. Yeah. Yeah. The Lord true. came for a reason. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, Lord. Just Jesus Raz, fix it, Jesus. Yes. Um, but no, I will say, yeah, I think I think try to do it not on the holiday. Um, but anyway, okay, so now let's talk about cuffing season. So it's in addition to it being breakup season, it all it is also cuffing season. So November 1st officially begins cuffing season according to UrbanDictionary.com, which is obviously the most reliable of sources. And it goes until February 15th. Um, So cuffing season basically is during fall and winter months, people who would normally rather be single find themselves um, really wanting to be like in a relationship. Um, And cold weather, indoor activity causes singles to be lonely and desperate to be cuffed as Urban Dictionary um, kindly describes to all of us. So yeah, so let's talk about cuffing season a little bit, Christina. We definitely have seen that over the last, I will say though with COVID, it's like every season was cuffing season. Um, But yeah, what do you think about cuffing season? I actually did a meeting with a young woman today who was saying, and I was saying that the holidays are, we're always busy, but the holidays generally tend to be our most busy time. And I said it's usually because people are anticipating spending time with their family, another Thanksgiving or another Christmas without a plus one table. And they start realizing, oh wow, the year went by and I'm here again by myself. So that's why they come to us and they want to make an active change so that next year it won't occur like that or even by Christmas they'll have someone. Do we have any advice for people who are going into the holidays as a single man or as a single woman Mm. and just kind of how to approach that with family? Well I think to have action steps for yourself so that Mm -hmm. you are just like this young woman she came to us she realized it's about to be Thanksgiving I'm about to face my family I'm about to face them alone this year. What can I do to actually be active, an active part in my dating journey and not feel like I'm just floundering and not doing anything? Mm-hmm. So take active steps so that you, if anyone asks you about it, that you don't feel like you're regretting your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or if they're like, oh, are you seeing anybody? And you just, oh. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. Or just yeah, to know. Yeah, I mean, I think that I completely agree, Christina, and I think that it's so much about the way that, like, a lot of people also just remember any family members that you have that are asking, um, well, some may be asking in a more snide way, (laughs) but generally it's because they're trying to make a conversation, Mm, and they're trying to, like, a lot of people who are married, like, they're probably, like, a bit bored with their right because you know married people we don't have the drama of dating drama. anymore yeah and that's what I would talk to a lot of my friends about when I was single and then yeah. now I don't have that anymore so yeah it's very I don't really have as much to talk about yeah so it's more like <laughs> I think a lot of people thank feel God like you're that, so which lucky is good right. um, 
But yeah, so you can just exactly just, just kind assume of assume it's coming from a place of of love and yeah. la- maybe trying to make conversation and care about you rather than them trying to put a microscope on how flawed your dating life has been, <laughs> even though it can feel like. That. Yeah, and I think it's it's always nice to be armed with saying yeah, something have like something up. Yeah, like oh sleeve. my gosh, yeah, I've been dating a few really great people. I'm you know I'm just. I'm so excited to see, you know, where they go. Or you could say, you know what? I haven't really thought about it, but thank you for reminding me. <laughs> and Or I just ha- hired a matchmaker. <laughs> or if you know anyone, I'm single. Yeah, let, you yeah, know, let I'd me love know. to. I'll bring, if you want to see this person more, you can say I'll bring you out to brunch in exchange for yeah. a, a introduction. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think you guys just know that any family, like, just roll with it, you know, just arm yourself, know what's potentially coming. Um, Okay, let's move on. Matchmakers in the City is our sponsor for today's episode and all of our episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Matchmakers in the City is a personal matchmaking firm headquartered in Los Angeles with other service areas in New York, San Francisco, and D.C. We work with members all over the U.S. and all over the world. So make sure you go to our website, www.matchmakersinthecity.com, to sign up for free. Great. Now let's roll into sisterly advice. Mansers edition. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give you advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, sisters. Question for you. I consider myself to be very open-minded and have always found many women attractive. While I love the idea of a traditional relationship, I am nervous that I am not, I'm just not cut out to be with one person for the rest of my life. I also think I just haven't found my person yet. What are your thoughts of being in an ethically non-monogamous relationship? Thanks. From Marvelous Mr. Non-Monogamous. <laughs> I just thought that was a cute thing. This marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yep. But, Christina, can you please, okay, so over the last year and a half, over the last year and a half, I'll say, we have had a lot of people come in complaining about people on the dating apps using this term, ethically non-monogamous. Or for short, ENM. Oh my god, kill me. They've said that people on the dating apps they're not even writing out the full term. They're just putting those three letters. Oh my god. Signify their stat their desired partnership. Oh my gosh, I'm about to vomit. <laughs> what does this mean, Christina? I do not like I know, but just let's share with the listeners what this means. Okay. Is so that- a non-monogamous relationship is when you're dating someone and I guess in a relationship with that person, but you're not exclusively dating that person. You are both know that you're able to date other people. To date other people, have sex with other people. Right, exactly. And that's why it's, and they call it ethically because both people know. It's not a cheating situation since they both know that it's okay for, and they both agreed that it's okay for the other person to date other people. Okay, but this is different than polyamory because how is this different from a polyamorous relationship? So polyamorous means that they're dating exclusively multiple people, maybe? 
Polyamory, I believe, means that they're in multiple relationships. Right. But they're only... This is the difference. Okay, I'm going to explain the difference. Polyamory means that somebody is in, like, multiple exclusive relationships. So it means that they don't... They're only <laughs> with the people that they've expressively said that they are with. Okay. AKA, they don't, like, cheat on their... If they're dating three people in a polyamorous relationship, they're not cheating on the people that they're in that So everyone with. knows... Yeah. These are my people. These are my people. Okay. Yeah. This is like my, like, yeah. This right. is my harem. Yes. Yeah. And you, right? you can't add people to the harem. I mean, I think you have to say, like, you right. have to unless be like. You, you bring it up to everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> years ago, years ago, I met with this matchmaker who lived in San Francisco. Oh, yes. And I went to her home and she had a swing in the middle of the house, which was a fun little anecdote. And she was in a polyamorous relationship. Mm. And she was, you know, happy as a clam, explaining to me that her and her boyfriend were in a polyamorous relationship. But the way that they did it was that they would, like, go places and then they would, like, pick up a third or something like that. So then, and then, like, yeah, yeah. So it was more that they were in a relationship, but they were open to having another person be like with them for an evening right. or like date another person that they were both dating but they would have to both be dating that person so anyway it's all very confusing it is but it is. i think ethically ethnic eth- ethically non-monogamous like you said is more like it's less like polyamorous Structured. yeah like polyamorous <laughs> is like yeah it's more structured yeah. Ethically non-monogamous. I just can't. I just freaking can't. <laughs> Christina, what are your thoughts about this? <laughs> okay, well, if someone is writing that on your profile, and I, I really applaud this man for writing into us. Yeah, first of all, listener, I bless you. Yes. Bless you. And I'm glad We love you for being a listener. Right, and for asking about this before you yeah. put that on your profile. Oh my god. Any woman who respects herself would never date you yeah. if that is on your profile. Wait, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay. But what if I'm a woman who wants to date a bunch of guys um but also re- have the benefits of being in a in a really like what if I like a guy a lot but I still want the option of dating a lot of other guys? Right. How is that I'm very I respect myself. Right. I have a lot of self-love. This right. is just me. I have an insatiable appetite, and I love to date a lot of guys. Okay. That's what dating is for. Yeah. So do not make a relationship exclusive until you want to solely be dating this person. There is no such thing as ethical non-monogamy. It will hurt both of you, even if you don't get your feelings hurt, man, who, who wrote in. You're gonna hurt a lot of women by doing that, and you're pro- you're hurting yourself, even though your feelings aren't, but your soul is. Mm-hmm. So, and who's if to a say woman, your feelings wouldn't be hurt? Right, it could. Your they feelings could, be. could very well be like you're only seeing it from your perspective of you dating a bunch of women. Like, think about if you really, really adore somebody, and then imagine this woman then 
not only finding other men attractive, but also sleeping with these other men and going on dates with these other men, even though she's technically, you know, betrothed in whatever way to you. Right. I find that, you know, that's that's rough. And a lot of people, and I think men fall into this, they will, to try to guard them their hearts, mm-hmm. they will try to do stuff like this, E&M, because they think that, okay, I won't ever really, really fall for anyone because I'm, I'm just, I'm protecting myself. I'm the one who's going out meeting other women and then no woman could ever hurt me. Mm-hmm. But it actually ends up hurting you even more by doing that. You're going to get hurt and your heart is going to be turned into an ugly black dot. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God, that got so dark. But it's true. I've seen Um, it. I've seen guys do this. And unfortunately, throughout the years, and even date coach women who have been interested in men who they started out being a good kind of good guy and then going down that path of E&M and getting into, usually it's coupled with with drugs or just abusive behaviors in general and it's really sad to see where that person ends up Mm -hmm. and for the woman yeah she doesn't want to date maybe she doesn't want to date anyone exclusively then I would say you're not ready for a relationship yet Mm -hmm. I think that all I can see when I read ethically non-monogamous I see toxic Mm -hmm. relationship yes that's what I see I see toxicity I see you having to go through a whole lot of healing after the end of all these relationships. When you end one relationship, there's so much healing to to be had. Imagine healing, imagine ending multiple relationships, the trauma that you then endure from, no. People don't think about that all, No, no, I know. They don't think about that and they need to hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's just, it has toxic written all over it. Mm -hmm. And I also want to, want to just say to the guys that are really thinking of this in a strong way that... A lot of times you have an avoidant attachment style. So therefore, this is a deactivation strategy that you're implementing to keep you at arm's length from anybody. Not getting too into an intimate relationship. This is is keeping everyone at arm's length. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, research research attachment styles. Research, um, Research your avoidant attachment style because you can definitely change your attachment style to secure. Um, But also I want you to really know and understand that you are going to, if you desire a relationship, if you desire, like you even said in this question that you would love the idea of a traditional relationship, you just haven't met your person yet. Um, Know that even when you meet your person, an amazing, incredible person that's made for you, you may face resistance and you honestly will face resistance. Um, It won't feel comfortable. It won't, it might feel wrong for you, but that's okay. I want you to lean in. I want you to challenge yourself to stick it through. Um, Lean into some of those anxious feelings, break them down. Why are you feeling anxious? Is this real? Or is this something that your attachment style is like being activated on. Right, um, right. I remember you date coaching mm-hmm. a man who was going through that. Yeah. Do you remember that, Alessandra? No. 
he had an amazing woman who he told you I'm in love with her she's incredible but I just there's something getting in the way of me committing to yeah. her and this is exactly what you're describing I don't remember specifically who you're talking about because I feel like I do date coach this a lot mm-hmm. um but I think also yeah people who a have an avoidant attachment style and b women who are just coming out of a toxic relationship um a lot of times a healthy relationship can feel weird because it's not your comfort zone. Your comfort zone is toxicity. Your comfort zone is those feelings of anxiety. Right, and you can't expect, if you end a relationship, a toxic relationship, you can't expect, and you're dating someone new, that you'll feel that immediate connection and that that connection that you felt with someone who you had for a really long you were in a relationship with it's not going to immediately get to that place so you might feel that oh this is wrong or I don't have those same saying I don't feel like it's getting yeah it's not going to be there this is the early phases of a relationship and you're going to self-sabotage yourself if you that's redundant but you're going to self-sabotage yeah. it if you expect it to be in the place where your other relationship was Yes, and also, especially compound that with a toxic relationship that is like drama city. So your body is like coming off of that. So anyway, all that to say, stay away from ethically non-monogamous relationships if you want to save money on therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Great soundbite, Alessandra. Yes. Let's move on to We Couldn't Help But Wonder. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2021, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder, episode by episode, through today's lens. And this is season three, episode 16, Frenemies. So, Carrie... Wait, Frenemies? I felt like we did this one already. N- no. Oh, okay. And this is it. Um, are we... Carrie couldn't help but wonder... Are we getting wiser or just older? Okay, so Miranda thinks that she's been stood up, but she finds that her date actually died of a heart attack. So then she goes to the wake and she meets a guy that Carrie used to date who then warns Miranda that Carrie warns her that he has a nasty side. Um, Charlotte finally tells her friends about Trey, that he is now sexually interested in her but still can't perform. Um, and then, oh yeah, um, Samantha convinces her that it's a Madonna horror complex. And then a meeting with Charlotte's sorority sisters then um, has Charlotte determined to transcend her prudish outlook. Um, and then Samantha finds her sexual equal in a woman named Claire, Anne, um, who then is this wild woman. Remember, she like throws the plate or something like that. The woman with the long black hair. Um, oh. Yeah. And then Carrie agrees to teach a class on dating at a local learning annex, only to realize she doesn't know as much as she thinks. So this of frenemies i know i feel like this is the wrong title sorry you guys whatever it's the we couldn't help but wonder it's are we getting wiser or just older that is the right thing Mm -hmm. um but anyway yeah i mean the the learning annex thing is so funny i actually watched the clip of this um and it's so funny because carrie is like basically like these women paid $300 (laughs) for this learning annex thing and then carrie's standing up there and she's like 
yeah, so, you know, I've dated a million guys. Ask me questions. And they're like, how old are you? And then I, I think she says, oh, a woman never tells her she's in her late 30s. And then they say, are, well, are you single? And then she's like, yeah, I, I'm single. <laughs> and then Carrie just has so little to offer in terms of dating advice. Um, but anyway, let's talk about this in terms of 2020. Are we getting wiser or just older? Do do people get older and wiser or just older? What do you think, Christina? Hmm. Well, I guess the the prayer is for us to get wiser, but if some if people keep making mistakes over and over and again and expect different results, like Einstein says, you mm-hmm. try the same thing over and over again, expect different results. That's the definition of insanity. So you definitely want to really look at your dating patterns and make sure you're not repeating those unhealthy patterns again and again. Yeah. Which is hard because so hard. I have a lot of women coming and just saying, why do I have this this connection with someone who it just won't go away and they will have dated, maybe not even have dated the person, but have felt a really strong connection to someone. I, you, I can't tell you how many times I've heard this. And they'll just wonder what was the purpose of this? It doesn't mean that I meant that we're actually meant for each other, but it doesn't. And a lot of times you might have a really strong human connection with someone, but the marriage connection is going to be different than that. So the man who's right for you to marry is is going to be a different kind of connection. And you might feel similar emotions, but it's not going to be the same thing. And maybe you had that amazing connection with that person because you needed to be a good example in that person's life for a very short time. Because I'm not advocating missionary dating, and I unfortunately... A lot of women will hear, hear, see the ENM thing and think, oh, I can change him. Yeah, he just hasn't met me yet. Right, yeah. right. And that's not the way to go about it. It's, it never works. It just ends in heartache. Yeah, and so. even if somebody is uh, has an avoidant attachment style and th- there's a level of empathy that you can have for them, right. that doesn't mean like, oh, jump in and make them fix their attachment style to secure. They Only they can do that. Only they can do that. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes we have to, we're put in that person's life because no one else is praying for them and we need mm-hmm. to pray for them. And you can bring that those emotions that you have for that man to prayer and pour your heart out to the Lord about that person. Maybe they're not the right person, but you you want to see them on the other side. You want to see them in he- in heaven, in paradise with you. Okay. Uh, that's weird <laughs> advice. Why? I don't it's true. Like that advice. Well, we have to pray for people. Yeah, we can Especially pray for people. Especially if... There's nowhere to put those emotions. Yeah. When women will say, I don't know what to do with these emotions. And I say, okay, write poetry, write journal, do anything with those emotions because it's energy that you need to do something with. Mm-hmm. And prayer is one of those places to put that yeah. that into. I was date coaching. This is where this is coming from. I was date coaching a bachelorette. And she had one of those incredible connections with this guy. But he kept telling her, I'm nowhere near where you are in terms of your spirituality. And I know that I can't be the man who you need. Mm -hmm. 
And she appreciated that he was that honest, but it Mm -hmm. didn't make it easier for her to end the relationship. But she knew when she was praying, she knew that she was going to put that energy that she, those feelings that she had for him to pray for him because it was more important to his soul was more important than just being with him in this or on this earth. Okay. That's, that's a, that's a take. I like that. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if I like that. I, yeah, I mean, I, no, it's I not think easy, that's nice. I think that's nice. There's I think nowhere that's to nice. put those feelings. Yeah, yeah. Where do you yeah. put those feelings no, no, no. for women yeah. who are dealing with this right now? Yeah, I mean, it's very challenging. It's very, very, very challenging. Writing for is sure. a good way to do. To yeah, get writing rid of is it. really We're good. Not get rid of it, but, but work also, through it. No, and I think that also there's transferring. I think I, I like what you said about transfer transferring those feelings. To and like kind of diving into your faith and right. your, you know, going deeper into, you know, into that element. I am also, I've been over the last few weeks researching this thing called neuroplasticity, which you hate to hear. Well, it's not that I hate it, it's just, no, well, it's, <laughs> it's very different than how I would go about things, which is yeah. fine because I'm not you. Yeah. And yeah. You well, can help other people yes. with this concept. Yeah. So this, it's, it's really fascinating and it basically just explains how the brain is so amazing and magical and wonderful. And you can basically like retrain your brain and the different connections that your brain makes. So like, like if your brain is used to thinking a, B, C, and but A, B, C is bringing you like negative emotions and negative feelings and just bringing you down. Then you can train your brain to go A, D, E, or A, F, you know, A, F, America, A, G, T. So you can, um, and it's all just like very positive work it's nothing crazy it's all very like if you see if you feel your brain thinking a thought that's that's kind of gonna make you rabbit hole Mm. you then shift that thought well and you know what Alessandra I will say that in order to so Father Simon he's one of the hosts on Relevant Radio he has a phrase that he always says that you can overcome a habit of vice with a habit of virtue. That's exactly what it is. He recommends so if someone maybe someone's addicted to porn or something like that if they if they think oh if I just go online I can look at porn instead of your thought that was your initial thought start praying Hail Mary. Yeah yeah. Pray Hail that will be your your and then the Hail Mary will be your gut reaction to I was thinking about porn now thinking about Hail Mary. Yeah. And that's exact. That's neuroplasticity. Okay. He's, then he's I discussing completely agree that is with literally that. neuroplasticity. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's okay. because the whole concept is you can't like the the thing that a lot of people get wrong when they are kind of thinking about somebody that's not right for them or like thinking about a toxic relationship or thinking about a person that it, exactly like what we're talking about is that they're like, I just don't want to think about them. I don't want to think about them anymore. But then you get down on yourself when you are thinking about them. So it's important to replace that thought. You need to give yourself a replacement of the thought pattern. So it's like Mm. creating a replacement. So instead of thinking about Mm -hmm. that guy, 
think about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not Catholic or if you're not Christian or if you're not religious at all, think about, you know, what, like, anytime you think about that, think about what's something that they can think about that's, like, nice. Think about nature. Think about a tree. Or put on a radio, a program on a podcast that you wanted to listen to. Yeah. Something when immediately when that thought hits, you know, okay, my transition is I'm listening to that podcast that yeah. I wanted to listen to instead. Transition or mm-hmm. even thinking about, okay, that, think about clothing. What am I going to wear tomorrow? That's a problem. Let me let me train my brain into right. thinking, into leaning into that problem instead of festering rabbit into rabbit holing. Because yeah. what you're talking is rabbit thought, rabbit holing, a hundred percent overthinking. Oh, the worst. But anyway, so yeah, that's neuroplasticity. I mean, I he's you're he's basically it's the same concept, but mm-hmm. I'm just giving it a different name. Right, and it's giving a scientific basis for yes, what for Father Simon. Hundred percent. So mm-hmm. Father Simon, well done. Um, but anyway, on to brighter things. Let's talk about catching, catching up, up with the Contis. Alessandra, you were just had oh, yes. exciting things. Yes, I was just talking. Um, I was just talking. I was just on Access Hollywood yesterday, and it was so much fun. And um, my outfit was just oh my gosh, next level. I wore this peacock pantsuit that my good friend Venk, he's a stylist, and I will shout out his Instagram because honestly he was just so sweet to like style me. Um, uh, Venk, hold on, hold on. It's M-O-D-U-R underscore style. Um, so he's just so fabulous. He posted, do you see that, Christina? Oh, oh you didn't see it? it? Did you see the outfit? You showed me that. Yeah, you yeah. showed me that. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, he's so sweet. And so, yeah, he had pulled a bunch of outfits for me. And then I ended up going with the peacock jumpsuit, which was so much fun. And, yeah, the whole segment was amazing to film. I'm not quite sure when it's going to air. They told me early December. So I'll keep you guys posted with that. And then, yeah, I'm volunteering. I'm just volunteering the day before Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited about it. What about you, Christina? Well, I was recently on Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio, mm-hmm. and we discussed... What did we discuss? Neuroplasticity? <laughs> no. Just kidding. Oh, I Age, age. Oh, yes! Is age a deal... Is, yes, does age matter when you're yeah. dating? And then we discussed... Oh, yes, we discussed contraception and marriage. It Ooh. was really interesting. Wow. That's, That's on my really website, matchmakerchristinaconti.com, and just go to the press page. It has all of my episodes with Timory on there. Alessandra and I are going to be getting ready for a photo shoot that we will be doing for new photos for dating yes. in the city. That will be on December 11th, and then we'll release our new season for the new year. With yes, new you guys, the new season's coming. Yeah. This isn't the last episode. I think no, we have one no, more we episode, have another episode of yeah. this season, and then we'll be in a brand new season. Mm-hmm. You guys, thank you so much for listening to us and for hanging out with us today. We're sending you all so much love, the biggest hug ever all the prayers um be sure to follow us on instagram at matchmaker alessandra conti and matchmaker christina pineda and always feel free to send over um your sisterly advice mansers or just normal sisterly advice questions to our dms we will always answer you very very transparently okay you guys sending you all the love and happy thanksgiving Thanksgiving. Bye. bye much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, 
visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com. 